0: Welcome to Leading Consciously, living a coherent life with purpose, a podcast delivered with lots of love to inspire everyone to unleash the conscious leader we all have inside. Here is Lara Bezerra, your host. These last two weeks, I have received several messages asking about the topic of dealing with emotions and challenging moments. At the same time, exactly this week, some of my coaching and mentoring sessions, some leaders have exactly asked the same. How can I help my teams to deal with difficult moments? How to lead a complex environment when we are facing a crisis? Well, I have my theory and strategy to deal with both situations. With myself, when I am dealing with difficult moments... And also when my team is in a difficult moment. I will share both by sharing different moments of my life. The first story I want to share is the one from Venezuela. When I took over my last assignment in Venezuela, the company was going very well. And despite all challenges that the pharma market was living, the company was doing very well, increasing sales, good engagement. And I had arrived from a company where the crisis had already hit, and very strongly. And during the first year that I took over this new assignment, I was trying to call the attention to the crisis that would most probably also hit us. At the same time, I was trying to bring a vision to the company, something to stick to in any situation. I was implementing the theory of both ends. Let us be prepared for the, ki- the crisis, if or when it hits. But at the same time, let us plan a long-term strategy of what we want our company's role to be in the country, in the healthcare, and in the patient's future. But by the end of the first year, I was called the attention by my boss that some members of the leadership team were kind of uh, feeling not comfortable with the way that I was talking about a crisis and how the team was starting to be a little scared. I was talking about a crisis that might not hit our company and that it was hitting other companies. And that maybe the role of a leader would be to be prepared for the crisis, but not scare the team and make the team feel very well working hard and thinking that everything is okay and that there are no bad moments. We should protect the team from being afraid. But when I was talking to my boss, I told him that for me it was super important that the whole team would be very aware of the probable crisis that would come. Because I was sure that the team would have much more answers than than only the leadership team. And that part of my plan was really to make the whole team aware of the crisis. If the crisis would come, we would be prepared together and we could fight with a longer-term strategy, a clear vision of what we wanted our company to be. He was okay and he told, okay, Lara, I understand what you were doing, so try to do in a way and align with your leadership team. So this is what we did. We worked in 2013 and 2014 in a longer-term strategy, a clear vision on how we wanted to help all the stakeholders and to be present in the government, in the patient groups, in the medical class and with all of the providers and how we could know clearly what we wanted to assure that our company would not leave the country in any circumstances. And that even in the worst case scenario of not being able to import our medicines anymore, we would be transparent to all the stakeholders and we would help even them to prepare their moment when this would happen. And we would do this together so everyone could take every measure needed to prepare this situation that could come. But we wanted to work in a transparent way, with everybody. And by the end, this was what happened. This brave team that I was working with, they were able to face this scary moment and to face this huge challenge that would come. And they transformed their fear of what would come into this strength to make everything less worse for everybody. They learned to transform the empathy for the tragedy that would come into a compassionate courage which was to transform the pain from everything that would happen into a compassionate love to take as much suffering away as possible from everyone. The end of the story is known to many people. The company did not leave the country. The medicine distribution had to be decreased but the force, the strength of having All of the members of the team together and most of the stakeholders also think collectively. United in a mission, a common vision, had allowed the company to stay until now and they are working for a greater good and for the patients in that country. The integral perspective at the right time, not hiding from anyone, but working together to see the whole was one thing that helped a lot. And then the intentionality being expressed by a longer-term strategy and a clear vision that could be communicated to all stakeholders was what has united the team and gave the possibility to everyone to understand what we were doing. By seeing the integral picture of what was happening, having clarity on the intentions and being able to express, communicate it being coherent inside the company and outside, at all these spheres allowed us to evolve and together be very flexible, to be flowing with the, le- the new learnings that were coming, meaning that we were open to the emerging future, even if it was unfolding in a challenging way. Seeing the whole, knowing what we wanted and being able to be coherent has helped us to adopt and communicate very well Not to, and not to panic. And although not being in the control of everything, we, we knew what to do in each moment. This was my story on how I act consciously as a leader whenever I have to lead a complex environment. And the way that I led Venezuela was the same way that I led the assignment and strategy in India, my last assignment in a corporation. But now I will share a private story. Sometimes we know what to do in the work, but we do not know what to do in our private life. Sometimes it's easier at work and When we have to decide for ourselves, it's a challenge. Well, I try to do the same in my private life as I do in my professional life. I have faced many, many challenges in my private life. And my mother used to to tell me, we do not get always what we want the way we want, but we will always get what we need for us to be fulfilled and learn exactly what we need to be happy. I have learned to see the challenges and difficulties in my life as a part of a complex plan to make me a better human being. There is no better moment to learn than when we are afraid, we are sad, or we are facing a completely uncertain moment, an out-of-control moment. I had two big learnings during two very difficult moments of my life. My mother passing and my willingness to be a mother. I will share the second story. Because of my busy career and waiting always for the right time to be pregnant, I waited until too late to start trying to be a mother. And for several years... I have done all of the treatments possible without success. <laughs> in my last trial, I was also assuming my position as a president of a company in Venezuela, my first assignment in Venezuela. And, and I could not understand how could I be successful in my professional life, how could I control many things in my professional life, I could plan my career, I could plan how I would grow there but I did not have control on my body I did not have control in my private life and one of the doctors that saw me told you know Lara being pregnant is not like being a president of a company you cannot plan, you cannot think that by dedicating yourself Things can go in the right direction. Your body, your life, you have to take care. And I felt completely frustrated and a failure as a woman. I thought that I was failing my husband as a wife and as a woman. And I faced a two years that probably nobody could ever imagine. The years of 2011 and 2012 were with a messy head as a woman, but a great success as an executive. If you can imagine this, because we are not separated. But being successful as an executive was compensating (laughs) this messy head that I had as a woman when finally I decided not to be a mother anymore and we decided not to have kids. But my father then told me something that it was coming back to my mind. One day when I was trying very hard and I was very frustrated, my father was telling me, daughter, you are so intelligent. I cannot understand why the doubt. Do you want to be a mother or do you want to get pregnant? And I I did not understand the question. (laughs) Until he was trying to clarify. And he was telling me, if you continue to do what you were trying to do, you might get pregnant, but you might not survive. And the mother of your children will be the woman your husband will marry to. A mother is a mother from the soul. And you cannot make a bond by blood, but from the soul. Well, the rest also many of you know. When I understood the whole perspective of being really a mother and I started to have this feeling of what being a mother means, an angel was put in our lives and took us to a place where our children were there already waiting for us for some time. (laughs) By the end... I am now a mother of three, and my plans, as I have drawn it so clearly, did not realize. But a much, much, much better plan unfolded when I took a step back. I saw the bigger picture. I clarified what I wanted, my intentions and my motivations, and I acted coherent on it. I learned that life has many other possibilities. When I had a door close to me, then suddenly I had not another door open, but I had three doors open. And I'm probably today the happiest mother that exists in this world. So. I will come back to the four points I started my whole podcast and my intentions to share with everybody these learnings in my life. Being integral, being intentional, being coherent and lifelong learner. Being integral in seeing all the spheres of your life and the impact that you have and the impact they have in you. Being intentional, remembering what you want. And put your energy on what you want. Not the difficulties or bad situation you are living or you are facing. Remember always what you want and why you are here for. You are here to be a mother, not to be pregnant. Remember this. And be coherent by knowing what you want and why you are here for. How can I act accordingly in all spheres of my life? How can I put in words my intentionality and verbalize it in the right language for all spheres of my life? Myself, my family, my friends, my community, my professional life to understand it, to know it, and help you to realize it. And be a lifelong learner, meaning observe what is happening all around. Open your eyes mainly to what is emerging and what this emerging future is bringing to you. Look to different perspectives, listen to different people, listen to the signs, because when you are facing... Difficulties: You tend to make confirmation biases on bad thoughts, build new bias, positive ones, by looking to the possibilities of what you want and how these will emerge. By the end, absolutely everything in this life is temporary. We grow. time passes. And whatever is good or bad will vanish into a new moment. And what you will feel in this new moment will depend on how you were seeing and living the moment just before it. How you live each moment of your life. Meaning, you are Always building the memories you will cherish or regret, so even in the difficult moments, try to look for anything you can learn, anything that will help you build something better for yourself from yourself, because this will help you to build a memory that, when you look back to this moment, be it good. Or bad, you will remember something that you learn, something that you will smile about. Each moment you are building a new tower of your castle. This castle is your life. Think each moment which kind of tower you want to build, because this tower that you want to build will build your castle. And how? you act and live. Each moment will build your life and will be you. A difficult and challenging moment is the best moment for you to use it to create a memory that will build yourself and make you greater. I hope this episode had helped many of you that asked me for these examples these dear friends, these colleagues, these who write me in LinkedIn or in Instagram. I hope really that what you asked is kind of answered about leading complexity in our professional or personal lives. We are living a complex moment as a world, as a planet Earth. This is the biggest moment of learning for us all and is an opportunity for us to build a great memory for the future. How have we faced this moment? What is the story we want to tell to our grandchildren? Here was Lara Bezerra. With leading consciously, living a coherent life with purpose. And I wish you all a great, great, great.